everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis. Welcome to the Re-Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada and learn their story and how an inclination for hip-hop is intertwined. This episode features Providence the Poet. Now I fully believe, and without a doubt, because this message has come to me in many forms, that if you simply sit there and do nothing, quiet your mind and wait, you'll know exactly what to do next. It might not happen immediately, it might not happen for a while, and even when it does happen, it may seem as though nothing has changed, but you'll know what to do. We have a natural inclination that we overcrowd with constant thought. Circumstances in our lives can easily drive our brains into a reoccurring state of fight or flight, in which case we are often caught making decisions for which the drama does not accurately reflect the situation. So sit, quiet your mind, A common practice is to follow your breath and breathe deeply. You can do that while listening. You will know what to do next, no matter the situation. As I mentioned before, this message has come to me in various forms, and I'm sure many people out there feel the same way. I sometimes forget the meaning and enjoy having a refresher often, finding that it comes when I need it the most. It's a crazy world out there, a lot of different things to stress about. The stress can be overwhelming, the days can be tough, and shit can really get to you. But it's important to keep your wits about. Keep moving. I thought I've had some lows, and then I hear the story of other people's low points, and then I hear that those people have heard even worse stories, and it just goes to show it's a crazy world. The artist interviewed in this episode is named Providence the Poet. He's an artist that creates as naturally as he breathes. Throughout his life, music has been a focus, but not really as a pursuit, more as of a habit. Through his various ups and downs in life, his mind would naturally move towards his favorite form of expression. And through him, we can see the importance of yielding to that expression. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Providence. He's out of Toronto, Ontario. How you doing, Provi? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. How are you? Yeah, it's good to hear. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. So I've got to hear that you're originally from Montreal, Quebec. Uh, yeah, that's where I grew up, in Canada. Like, uh, when I first got to Canada, I was in Toronto. Then I uh, did a couple years in Edmonton as a kid. And then um, I, after that, I spent, like, 10, 11 years in Montreal. And I moved back oh, to gotcha. Ontario. But, uh, so you weren't born there, though? Where were you born? I was born in Belgium. In Belgium? Yeah. Oh, geez. What, what, got, you get, what got your family to move over here? Uh, back at the time I was living, obviously as a, well, I was, you know, with my, uh, family at the time. And then we moved cause my dad was like chasing, uh, studies, like just studying at different universities and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's why you guys moved to Montreal? Uh, yeah, that's why, uh, he moved to Canada, like better life, better, uh. Oh, moved to Canada in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so how long have you been in Toronto for this most recent? Uh, I've only been in Toronto for a month. I just, uh, I've kind of I've been all over the place um <laughs> I, oh damn yeah all right all right yeah i was just um 
before that I was in Hamilton for like a couple months. Um, and then before that I was kind of like wandering the streets of London <laughs> for like yeah. a month or like a few. Yeah. What's the, what's inspiring all this movement? Uh, yo, life. It's not really like, to be honest, uh, you know, you have certain goals that you, uh, put in your head as a mantra. Like that's, um, that's just kind of the way I live. It's like I literally listen to, uh, affirmations and read and just kind of watch videos and just, uh, like obsessively focus on certain things. And so life kind of brings you around those environments, uh, by default whether you realize it or not and uh i just end up like in different cities all the time why i can't really give you like a 3d concrete answer but that's kind of why that's totally fair man that's really interesting so you these opportunities kind of kind of come your way and you just go for them or do you kind of you, you see them where they are and you go to them uh to be real i just kind of get into a flow of uh life and then shit just kind of pops up that i didn't know would pop up you know and then like i have certain goals and then those things happen to fit uh for those goals and like i'm like all right well this is kind of like a next step um it's like that whole saying like the the teacher or the master appears when the student is ready it's kind of like the next part of your journey appears when you've actually completed the one that you're on interesting and so your journey thus far has led you to toronto yeah i'm, I'm in toronto right now <laughs> it's kind of like what's the what's the main reason or purpose do you think that you're there uh, yo, it's a, like a double answer thing. Like uh, music, <laughs> music uh, is, uh, I'm a financial advisor and I do music. Okay. So like I find being in a bigger city uh, and being in uh, one of the biggest cities like Toronto is uh, it's so much easier to uh, find bigger groups of people to connect with and share your services with. Um, so the main reason there is like grow faster in a lot of different ways. And as a person to um, just kind of get back to, uh, you know, a city where like people are uh, hustling, like everyone's hustling. For sure. Especially in the hip hop scene yeah especially in the hip-hop scene um so i uh, just in, in that relation to what we're talking about what's uh what got you to go to hamilton and what was your like finality there uh i spent a lot of time in hamilton after i left montreal when i was a kid i actually graduated from high school in hamilton um, oh okay so you got ties there yeah lots of ties and um yeah so i, I came back i checked some people uh I was actually in Hamilton because uh, my girlfriend was in Hamilton, and then we just yeah yeah. But I see, I see. It was just for the connections. Uh, not really. Though. I don't know how to explain. Like, family's here. Um, the person oh, I do music with is here. Like my business partner. Yeah. Um, he was like here in well, like there in Hamilton, and um, I just spent a lot of time here. I developed a lot as an artist here. Most of my friends in Ontario are from Hamilton. I rep Hamilton <laughs> when I'm in Ontario. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Word, word. Home. I think it's interesting that you're also a financial advisor. So would you say you're like 50-50 artist financial advisor or like what, uh, what led you into that role? Yo, to be honest, like being an artist is not like a, um, to me, it's like a way of life. You know, I create okay. all the time uh, whenever I feel inspired to or I got to let something out. Um, so it's just kind of like uh, I, I'm a financial advisor because I like money and I like what money can do for people and like teaching people about what it can do for you. Um, it turned into a big passion of mine once I saw what it did to my thoughts and like my dreams, you know, knowing how the industry really works. But then sure. being an artist is just like me. Like I've always rapped, you know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't like I'll always want to learn more about how money works as I get older and I'll always make music. It's kind of for sure. That's dope 
man. So I see you've been making or at least releasing music since about 2014. I've got your first track peg that is Bus Ride Memos 1 from, uh, yeah, on your SoundCloud from 2014. Yeah, you did research? That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We went back a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But honestly, man, from so it honestly seems like you'd been writing for a while before then because this was like your Bus Ride Memos, your first track that you're releasing here was pretty well written and you're kind of just establishing who, who Providence is and you're about you're all about being real and you want to change the world so what what inspired you to kind of fully uh get out there and finally release a track here uh bus ride memos yeah um let me i'm thinking that's your first public release yeah that's what i'm saying yeah honestly like uh well that's a long time ago yeah 2014 yeah I, i was living in hamilton and i uh i was working with uh uh, a collective that, that I started with a couple of friends at the time uh, called LA Charm Music. And um, it was uh, one of those things where I've, I've been writing uh, constantly growing up and I was also a pretty serious athlete. Um, but then after I got injured, I just kind of like got heartbroken about sports that I couldn't play and stuff. So I got really deep into the writing and then um, I kept bouncing from city to city. And uh, once I got to Hamilton from Sudbury, uh, me and my boy, Sean, we went looking for studios in a blizzard. Uh, we're like, fuck it, we got to go find one like get this thing started. Uh, and just busing, like, I don't know, it's crazy. Because a little, like, diversion. I was, like, living in a uh, Ancaster, like, it's a bit outside of Hamilton. Uh-huh. And um, we, to get into Hamilton is a mission on Sundays because, like, it's the outskirts. So we um we we bust into the city. We're like walking around downtown Hamilton and Blizzard, and we get to the studio, and it's so warm and like there's a cool vibe. Um, record the track, and uh, yeah, that was the first one. Um, but what prompted it? Uh, I just always wanted to be great, so like that's what prompted it. Okay, so you you knew it was gonna happen. There wasn't actually some like big moment where you're like, all right, I'm gonna start releasing music now. It's just kind of like natural progression. Yeah, that's that's kind of like how I remember it, unless I don't remember because I smoke too much. <laughs> that's fair, homie. Plus, it's 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 a real long time ago. But let's kind of build off that. You got a lot of uh, you got a couple of features that you worked with around that time, uh, notably like A Millie. I see it that that name popping up quite a bit. Who's that to you? Oh shit. <laughs> Yo, um, I, at the time, he was someone I met um, in high school. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the artists that I was in that collective with. And, You're in a collective. Uh, that, well, the first one that I was in back in the day, uh, LHR Music. Um, okay. Yeah, he. we started off making music together. We did a lot of work together. Um, turned into being like a really good friend at the time. And um, like, who is that to me? Uh, I don't really speak to him too much these days. Uh, life kind of got a bit crazy. And, um, you know, uh, I, I have a lot of like history with like, uh, I don't know what to call it. I don't like the term, but like just mental health, I guess you would say, for lack of better words. Okay. So like um, uh, my shit got crazy. And so a lot of people I st- kind of just stopped talking to. And um, yeah, you know, just later on, like, I, I don't you don't realize what's being said about you when you stop talking to like everybody for sure um, so then like you know, i didn't realize like what was being said about me and apparently like uh i just moved uh like quick and some people thought that like i was not like i don't know i was like doing things to move quick so i don't know what that means <laughs> but so he, he like reached out with some like interest and comments so i just kind of like oh uh, i see what you're saying yeah so you, you were kind of like hustling on your own and people were just talking shit behind your back or something like that uh, not on my own because 
that I like um I I got connected with like my real good friends like family you know okay um, people that like you connect with and you know that like you come from the same uh you know poverty struggle like uh dysfunctional household struggle like people that for sure and that have it uh you know just as rough or like if not worse and like know how to relate to your extreme uh mental states and shit like that um so you like I, I bonded with them that's the ods collective you know like people i've known for a lot longer and like a lot shorter that time means nothing and you just kind of like uh you know what's what by looking in each other's eyes you know it's just like uh it's a real like uh family and um i i just kind of stayed with that smaller circle um guys like archaic fix uh jmt can uh dj even young guys like roly and hamilton uh there's a lot of people um and but like it's just like a lot smaller of a group and so i i just disconnected with what was going on in like all the different cities and um apparently like some shit was said and you know he got at me with some comments and like at first i was trying to like understand but then it's like you know you don't really have time because <laughs> there's so much shit going on yeah fair. you just kind of disassociate from that relationship kind of where we're at <laughs> but like i don't wish any bad to him or anything you know like he's a, no. he's a he helped me a lot when i was uh going through shit and uh, i just wished like the best for him but not really in the mood to deal with like weird perspectives and shit yeah that's totally fair man was it perspectives relating to to mostly music or was it like personal shit i uh, i don't know it's just like life street shit i guess ah uh, there all right all right so so that's kind of like 2014 years you released a few singles 2015 kind of same deal um i gotta say and i don't know what your thoughts are on this but you got a style around this era that's like similar to kanye west holy shit that's great i hope you take it as a compliment uh yeah kanye's kanye's a guy uh kanye's like you know like if anybody thinks of hip-hop music the name kanye comes up they think of like uh artistic hip-hop music i don't know i don't know how to describe it you know but that's uh, i think you described it well artistic uh hip-hop music it's something kind of like music is artistic though you know it's like out of the box it's like yeah 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 i I know what you mean yeah uh well we got we got in 2015 you got tom's apology letter i wanted to touch base a little bit on that is that kind of like what you're talking about in this uh how you kind of sort of had to let people slide away a little bit and then focus on this smaller group honestly i smoked a lot of weed back then and i read a lot about like mythology and shit and what's that, sir? <laughs> I read a lot about mythology, so like I um I just I was into like relating what was happening in to, in my life with uh, um ancient uh, stories of like demigods and like okay. things like that. It helped me like get meaning to life when like uh, I found patterns and stories and shit. But um, it was honestly an apology letter for me not being around uh, the social circles that I was because like I started to uh, focus on my mental a bit and uh, me saying that I've been putting work in because at the time I left Montreal uh, and I was in Ontario, so I was just letting them know that like I'm still doing this, you know, it's still the same kid, same dream. Um, yeah. Word and one quote that you say in it is that it's not an earthquake providence is waking yeah. uh is that kind of stemmed from the mythological uh, thoughts uh you could say that but it's just more of like a metaphor like you know when things start getting shaky and like you don't recognize the game it's not an earthquake you know it's just uh, uh, it's me waking up uh, uh, you know <laughs> 
It's just you waking up. It's you becoming what you're you're trying to become. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what I am. I like to, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then in 2016, you you released a seven track uh, project called Dark Adventures. Oh yeah, yeah. That's great. Want to tell me? Want to tell me a bit about that? What you remember? I, I don't know if this is the first track. I couldn't find out the proper order. But addicted to energy mm-hmm. drinks. I gotta I gotta ask if this is like related to you're in school during this time as well. Uh, at the time, yeah, I just started university, I think. There you go. That's why you got addicted to energy drinks. Exactly. You know, I, I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, bro. Was it, I got to ask, was it Rockstar Punched? Uh, the red one? I remember the flavors, man, but it was like, you know, at the convenience stores, the corner store. So in Montreal, they had a thing called Four Locos. I don't know if you yeah. had it, like, where you're at, but, like... It's got the booze in there, right? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, bro. It was crazy. I, like, I would be on the bus, like, I'd drink those, you know, and I'd, like, open up the laptop on the bus, like, study. Yeah, yeah. But it was more like the regular ones, like the Red Bulls. I should have been sponsored by Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back, back in these times or even to this day? Uh, back in those times, I chilled out a bit. Yeah. Yo, that's fair. So what, what got you to releasing like a seven track, uh, like a, a full project instead of just dropping singles? Because uh, I didn't really understand. Like I was more about hip hop for like our letting out art sake, not so much for like the market sake. Um, so like, because you were focused on school, or just kind of that's how it always was. No, nah, because I always, no matter what I do, I always make music. Um, okay. always to reflect the state of mind and like to share perspective and um, you know so like it wasn't so much to gain traction as a hip hop artist like by releasing singles or whatever they tell people to do these days but yeah. sort of just like put out art and I felt like it was better expressed through like a seven track project and um, yeah so I did that um, it was crazy because I released that when I was in the psych ward so like I was Whoa. yeah so you wrote that in the psych ward no I like um, I did it before um and uh i think I, like i don't know how to, i remember releasing it when i was in the psych ward but yeah it was already like written wow. right before and like I, the thoughts on it are a little crazy i was like in some really quote-unquote dark adventures um like doing things that most people would have no idea that i did and like yeah it makes you go nuts as a kid that's supposed to like i don't know you know what i mean like I, like just being like a, a young kid in uh today's world it's like you, know, you should probably shouldn't i'm losing you on volume a little bit oh my bad that's all good yeah i was saying you probably shouldn't be like doing x amount of drugs and like not sleeping for like four days and like like you know like doing whatever to like you know uh, make money and whatever the heck like we were doing back then <laughs> for sure so this is kind of like documenting literally your dark adventures yeah yeah that's pretty much it all right and then in 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 your track heartless hero you kind of state the claim that you like need to change and that's kind of like smack dab in the middle of the project is that kind of like the theme of the whole project is like that desire to change yeah like sometimes you go so dark that you have to be some other shit otherwise you're just kind of stuck in that darkness you know like like sometimes like people you know yeah and you know those people when you see them you look in their eye and you're like yeah they're gone like something got them and like uh you need to see change and like the only way to see it sometimes is to create it um so it's like that's kind of the stance that i've taken with all that that's wild man but it, it's crazy to me that you wrote all this and then and then you had to release it while you were in the psych ward you know so you're still going through this change and transformation yeah that you're that you're writing about or releasing the information on yeah can't really let it get in the way of what's um 
of what you're after, you know? For sure. And and I think so and then later in that same year you released the the a four track project titled Moth or M O T H merging onto the highway. Is that what when in the timeline was that? Oh shit. Yeah, that was uh I forget. Oh my god, I actually forget. I forget. It is it was oh, in twenty sixteen. I'm assuming it was after Dark Adventures. Yeah, so at this point, um I'm in uh Hamilton. I got out of the site, uh put on an event and then um I was just uh started making music again, uh talking about merging onto like the highway, like a better version of uh life, like going towards the light like a moth does. Um, you know. Uh, I thought it was a cool concept at the time. <laughs> and, um, Interesting. Yeah, so I uh, did that. Um, got to collab with a really dope artist from Niagara Falls on that one. Which As well? Sick. Yeah, he's crazy. Um, met or met. I'm losing you on my volume again. Oh, my bad. Um, Bug it, bro. Yeah, uh, met or met like a, uh, a barbershop cypher that uh, the big homie, Say Ash from Niagara, like invited me to. And then we got on that track. And uh, But that was after um, being out of the psych ward and just trying to like get back into the swing of things for the first time interesting can i ask how long you were in the psych ward for i don't know if that's personal uh, i don't really care like people uh i feel like one day this interview might help somebody that's in a similar situation grow for sure like, i don't mind during that shit um i was in there the first time for like three and a half months three and a half yeah first time is that the time between these two releases uh yeah damn that's crazy man listen we're gonna take a quick break we're at the 20 minute mark so we're just gonna stop the recording right here okay and we're gonna listen to providence's track ods 12 enjoy Hop off 
the plane, I got jet lag, still I got all of my swagger I keep my composure when I'm out in public cause I'm a rock star like me Jagger I'm tipping, I'm sipping on Jaeger, moonwalking, I'm dodging these craters These colors keep shifting, I'm faded, once I'm out the matrix I made it Tisk, 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 what is this? My mind's floating, third eye open, I ain't even tripping My mind's floating, found my focus, sense some ancient wisdom Damn that's potent, my mind's floating, my mind's floating Broke the box and we built the door Cracked the code and watched the cookie crumble Caught the vibe like you just threw it at me oh Updated my, my bag, now I'm in my duffel uh. Passport with a stamp in it Stampede on anybody who impede on my damn vision Like nobody next if my camp isn't If you disagree, then you bad tripping Took a seat inside my mind to find that everything connected It's a lethal weapon when you thinking different from the status quo What goes up must come down Can't give a fuck what they talking about Money the motive, fuck all that broke shit We can go fuck for a couple rounds Just helping to lose a couple pounds Me and my team have been doing better, yeah Me and my demons pursuing pleasure, yeah She wanna do it, I might just let her, yeah We gonna make this shit last forever, yeah Speaking through my actions Pinky ring, black tins Bent blood, passing Who cares, just let them talk On the block, connecting dots Dance shock, I've been high They just mad, we've been winning lots What's the price, what's the cost? Fix Hop off the plane, I got jet lag, still I got all of my swagger I keep my composure when I'm out in public cause I'm a rock star like me Jagger I'm tipping, I'm sipping on Jaeger, moonwalking, I'm dodging these craters These colors keep shifting, I'm faded, once I'm yeah. out the matrix I yeah. made it Tisk, 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 what is this? My mind's floating, third eye open, I ain't even tripping My mind's floating, found my focus, sent some ancient wisdom Damn that's potent, my mind's floating, my mind's floating All right, and I'm back with Providence, the poet. How you doing, Pravi? I'm good, bro. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Doing great. So before we uh, before we took our break, we were talking about your project Moth, and you were uh, kind of referring to it how Moth goes to the light, how like yeah, just in general going towards the light. Um, and then also the titles of your tracks are M O T H as well, Mind Wars, Oddball, uh, The Process, and then Highway. Ah, yeah, you got that. That's cool. Yeah, no, dude, that's dope. You got you got a bunch of layers into the, into this project, and there's a lot of emotion built into it as well and it kind of uh it obviously is in line with kind of the stuff that you were going through which we talked about right before going off yeah. but uh in some of the tracks i guess you go along some of the information for which kind of you kind of present the struggles that you have gone through through yeah. your music yeah and, and you in a sense kind of you show kind of the direction it, it, sorry i'm kind of referring more to your track oddballs but not crazy you talk about one of, one of the things you talk about is your mental illness and how you were the man of the house since five different things like that and then uh the end of the track actually takes a higher note because you ended on how you want to be heard by the deaf and you want to be seen by the blind and how you you want to make that change that's incredibly impactful and this is all at the end of what i'm assuming is like a really really crazy year for you uh yeah to be honest uh hearing that i'm like wow that's uh i like i haven't listened to that song in a while so it's like uh it's kind of like whoa yeah i remember those bars and um i think it was coming from a place of like rage towards how the system treats immigrant youth okay so it was like uh you know because uh especially now that i'm a bit older i can look back at us uh, you know the, the, the way the system works with uh like mental health uh things it's kind of like i think i was more coming from and was at a place of um wanting to be somebody that has had a lot of uh crazy shit thrown at them and different hurdles but no matter what you know was uh, being thrown in front of me i still kind of like sidestep it you know so uh 
and at the time I, I was a little bit not aware of, you know how much people go through anyways I thought my story was one of the craziest things I ever heard uh, it still kind of is but you realize that everyone's struggles are like this is crazy so I was like you know what like okay if I survive this I'm going to be seen by the blind heard by the deaf um yeah I see what you're saying that the struggles are crazy enough to warrant that sort of recognition yeah it, felt, it, it always feels that way like you know you're like you know, you're smoking, like, your fifth, like, roach doobie of the day, like, no food on, like, day three, you know what I mean? Like, try not to go crazy, it's like, you know, and you, you know, you gotta figure out rent, and then you're like, fuck, I, I don't want to go back in the streets, because, like, you're not even from that lifestyle, you know? Like, you, you respect the dangers of it, but then you're like, damn, like, I need the money, and, you know, you start For sure. So much shit, like, so much shit. For sure, man. And then at the end of that, uh, the project for the highway track you're with your feature with Enswell. you talk a little bit about um how you came from a place where where people believe in god and that how somewhere along the line you got lost yeah is is that kind of like is that kind of like showing a desire to go back to it no no um i was just kind of describing the perspective that a lot of uh, churchgoers have when they try to uh like you know when they try to save you yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't mean to laugh but yeah no no it's it's cool man it is it is what it is because yeah. uh, I, I, I see what you're saying and I'm, I'm just trying to get your perspective a little bit more out of the track because I, I feel like we're on the same mentality here uh yeah i mean i think it's important to have faith and i do believe that the spiritual governs the 3d i think it's kind of like uh obvious to a certain eye jesus was probably that dude but um i just don't really want to associate with that that's fair man that's fair i think it's it's more of a like listen to the track and you'll get more of the details because you do write from a very artistic perspective as well so it's it's not fair to really pick apart specific lines yeah the whole thing's kind of like a thing where like a highway was like uh it was just like me and Enswell kind of showing the world what like you know like real hip-hop and like uh, uh it's like a, it's like a new religion kind of yeah like higher vibe hip-hop so we just showcased our perspectives on like at the time for sure right. word okay well that's <clears throat> that's kind of 2016 that we've gone through there yeah. and then 2017 it seems like you took a, a bit of a break and i'm gonna assume you're focusing a bit more on uh a school here as well as uh building up the roster or maybe you were going through something a little bit more in terms of your previous releases uh, at 2017, uh, I was so I, I was in the psych ward again, and then shit. Um, how long this time? Uh, that one was uh, two different psych wards, uh, three months in total, three three four months in total. Okay, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that was a crazy time. I was I was in one psych ward in Montreal. Uh, broke out of it, and then broke like, out. Did a great right. escape to, to like Ontario. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, I'm laughing, but it's kind of it's a little stupid. Um, but uh, is, is that like a whole movie in itself or? yeah bro it's just nuts <laughs> bro I, I could only imagine all right all right so yeah. after four months you break out and then i know i broke out after a month of okay. the uh montreal one and then um i was in the uh uh, Oakville, Ontario one for like months. And then um, after I got out, I was homeless for a bit. And uh, I was I was chilling 
know, because I, I wasn't like on the streets homeless at that time. I was just for like a couple of days, but I was I got into a shelter pretty quick, so it wasn't that bad. And okay. then like um, I was working out of the shelter too, so it was like I was always somewhere. And then I was like freestyling on the street if I wasn't, so it was chill. Like it wasn't that bad. Oh, you were like busking? Uh, no, just like on my own in like a corner in the alleyway, just like trying to get better. Oh, I see. Like, just working. Okay. Yeah. That's and, crazy, man. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, like it wasn't cool, but it was cool. It was an experience. Yeah, and it was sick. Like after a month, uh, on my birthday, I found a place to live. Um, no way. Out in like Burlington, so then I moved there. Uh, and then one of the counselors I was seeing at the time, uh, he convinced me to do school because he's like, yo, like just try it, you know, like. You know? So I was like, fuck it. So I did metalworks, and then I was yeah focused on school most of 2017. But I was metal. What's metalworks school for? Oh, it's like the sickest entertainment school in Canada. I think. Oh, dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty lit. It's pretty lit. Um, great. I met like a bunch of dope people that I consider almost family today. Pretty much family. That's so it's like crazy. When did you start going there? Uh, 2017. Uh, 2017. Yeah. Like That's that. crazy. Yeah. So then in 2018, you released a three-part thing called "Where Were You, Pravi," and it's uh, it's kind of in relation to. It seems like it's a it's a throwback to 2016, those dark times, your dark adventures, your moth, and then uh, that period between where you're actually like i guess going to school now and learning about music and so now you're able to say those things that you would have wanted to set in a more artistic way is that kind of no correct? music music uh yeah the school just uh like my lyricism does not come it's a that was like an engineering program um like learning the technicalities of sound oh, okay okay yeah like the writing is like uh like that's on my own like me and my boy fix we really put the time into like our craft and like i've been around like crazy writers like kin and uh we're being in the studio with jmt a lot like those guys um like really like pushed me as an artist to get to where i am um and then like freestyling with uh, a bunch of my homies uh uh like that's what got the writing uh and that never stopped but um yeah that's dope man well i want to i do want to bring it to that uh the where were you probably there your three-part piece there what inspired that well i, I can think it's pretty obvious what inspired it but what, what uh, got you to because re- you released these on spotify as well why what got you to release these the way that you did because they're kind of like spoken word art really really artistic pieces um honestly i thought that it'd be kind of cool i was in a group home at the time and um i was just like trying to explain my frustrations uh as to like what was going on in my head and like okay uh pretty much like what i remember and uh i showed them to uh my boy kenji in school and he was like yo these are crazy so i was like all right cool like i'll post them someone thinks they're cool <laughs> and then i posted them that's dope man in the third part you mention uh you talk about the third eye and brush along the lines of like some sort of like awakening and stuff like that is that is that brought on by something specific or is that kind of just where did that come from um probably came from my third eye being awakened i'm just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember to be real like what's specifically brought those lyrics but um i definitely feel like i move with a like uh clairvoyant type of um perception about things so okay. that's, that's how that came about 
Interesting. It seems like that it was more like of a recent trend for that 2018 timeline than it was before, though, and that it was part of the awakening. And then in 2019, you released Black Afterglow, which seems to be kind of that like finality of the awakening. Or I don't know if finality is the right word, but just kind of like the true uh, forthcoming of it. Uh, yeah, Black Afterglow. You could say those were kind of like uh, a build up for Black Afterglow. Um, Black Afterglow, I was in the same uh, space when I wrote those. And I was. Uh, um, You're in the same group home? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was recording them at my uh, uh, friend and like one of my favorite producers to work with, uh, Chris Martins in Oakville. I was recording them uh, in his basement and in my room in the group home, uh, like back and forth. And um, they, they, that was, yeah, you could say like Black Afterglow is like the end of that, you know, like kind of being like uh, trying to understand what the hell was going on in my head kind of state. For sure. That's crazy. And it's a four track project. And to me, it seems like it is a little bit of a throwback to your Tom's apology where you're saying uh, the earthquake is you awakening. And now this is you kind of like finally awakened and like feeling infinite. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And so you said that the art and the music is always just kind of, it's always in process and it's always just flowing from you. Do you find it to be kind of like one of the main elements of your life or like, where do you want to, to see it go? Or do you want to even see it go anywhere? Is it, uh, yeah, do I want to see it go anywhere? This might sound weird. Um, I don't know how many people think like this, but I, like I feel like it. Um, that's not even like a quite like uh, it is going somewhere. You know, like it's just like kind of is going somewhere. Um, it's kind of just been the way I would express myself, but now it's like uh, it helps me because of my uh, mental. I don't even want to call it that. I say like spiritual episodes. Um, like I help. I always lose track about what happened in life. Like I like memory blanks. Um. Um, so like it's kind of like a time capsule like you listen and it's like interesting that's what i use it for the most and like people relate to it so it's really cool that's interesting man that's really crazy yeah. Uh, so, and in your, in the final track of your Black Afterglow thing, uh, Silent Hill, you you mentioned that you're not afraid to die. Is that kind of like a new thought there as well? Or uh, um, is that a new thought there? Uh, I guess it's like you get to a state of mind and you don't fear. Uh, I don't know if that's a hundred percent honest to say it like that. Like, don't fear death. Because I think like there's always something about the unknown that is genuinely like misunderstood. Um, but like it's one of those where like you know i felt like shit if i go i go and um that didn't come from like a bravery standpoint it came from like a fuck this shit standpoint um i'm ready for what's outside of like this reality gotcha interesting and so how does it does that play very well into your uh, most recent releases because you do have quite a few from 2020 as well your most recent being uh august 20 i'm um, from august 17th money talks which is featuring your boy fix as well um yeah that's definitely a staple thought in my mind as i live but now it's more so from like the spin of um i faced a lot of things so i'm not really afraid to face things that might kill me for sure as like so, uh, like do what you got to do to get to where you want to be type of state of mind not put yourself in those situations on purpose for like out state of mind you know what I mean? yeah, yeah for sure yeah. for sure for sure so in the transformation of kind of who providence is and is going to be do you think like black afterglow was the finality and that now in 2020 this music that you've put out is kind of like your solid identity uh no because identity is fluid i feel nah nah <laughs> <laughs> i know i think i know 
know what you mean. It's because uh, it's been fluid up until kind of this point. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, um, uh, you're always growing as a person. For sure. Um, I don't even know how you'd word that, but you're always growing as a person. So, like, uh, I was just at that state of being at that time. You know, um, now I've gone through more things, o- overcome more things, learned more things, um, had more experiences. So I'm just I have a certain outlook on life. But the one thing that remains constant is uh, the goals. But as you get older and more experienced, you start to understand like uh, what you have to be to uh, obtain those goals. And like you do remain yourself, but there's a certain level of uh, of awareness that you know comes with a lot of the goals that I have in the new songs. That's just what's changing. Is uh, you understand that I have more awareness of like what my words mean by like how I say it, I guess, or like what I say. Does that mean you're kind of sliding towards a more mainstream appeal as well? Uh, it, uh, no, but it just kind of happens sometimes on some tracks, I guess. Because like, okay, I hear that music a lot. Interesting. That's fair. I was gonna say, well, it's it's not fair to say more mainstream now because I did refer to some of your old music as like Kanye West style, which was mainstream back during those times. Yeah. But uh, for 2020, more like Money Talks and your past time, they have kind of more of like a they have more production value to them. Let's say. Yeah, those are those are giants. <laughs> those are giants. Yeah. So what, what about what are you creating like these days in re- in regards to those? Are you kind of making more tracks like those or kicking back to the more like lyrical standing out stuff? Uh, yo. So now it's like uh, putting them both together. I miss. I miss. Uh, so I'm working on uh, a project right now uh, called um, Escaping Another Dark Adventure, which I feel like will come at the time where I finally just overcome it all and I'm completely in it, which I am. But like you know, like momentum balls are like shifting and building, floating out of different lifestyles. So it's just kind of like when I'm in place in the lifestyle that I'm really trying to create for myself, uh, that's when that project will be completed. It kind of has a funny way of working out that way. But interesting. Um, uh, escaping another dark adventure is kind of like speaking about my uh, experiences in, with the streets and with mental health and with putting it all together and talking about what I've lived through uh, as a young adult with these things. It's kind of like all of that put together. And then uh, ironically, the, the beats are you know, a lot more uh, trappier, heavier. Ironically, yeah. The, the verses are a lot more like cleaner, tighter, lyrical, but, you know, they're kind of like, the, you know, people could vibe to it too at the same time. It's, it's definitely my best work because I'm writing again. Most of the stuff I've released in 2020 was like a freestyle. And it's like, um, yeah, that's kind of like what I'm working on. That's crazy, man. So Escape from Another Dark Adventure, that could be kind of the reason that you're in Toronto then, hey? Oh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, that's definitely why. <laughs> and that's funny. So maybe maybe at the end of that and the reasons that the, the, you released this project are could be, maybe, maybe not, the, uh, your escape from Toronto as well. Oh, who knows? I wouldn't like escape is a weird word. Um, but like it makes sense when you hear the music. Um, but uh, like yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows for yeah. sure? That's crazy, man. So we're at our uh, twenty minute mark here. Is there anything that you would want to say to kind of sign off, or anything kind of that we might have missed that you'd want to like point out to whoever's listening? Um, I guess like if uh, if I ever get an opportunity to reach someone that I might not have, I always want to let them know that uh, whatever it is you're going through, <laughs> it's so corny. It might sound so corny, but it's the real. Do it, man. You know, because like sometimes you hear those messages when you're like at your lowest points, and you're like, "Well, so this is one of those." Um, you know, just stay strong. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna end you unless you end yourself first mentally. Like, stay strong, stay focused. Shit's bad sometimes, 
But, you know, like, you experience the lows, you get to experience the crazy highs. And, uh, you know, stay strong. Love yourself first because no one's going to love you before you love yourself. And, uh, you know, hug your family members. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's perfect, man. All right. That's Providence the Poet, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Y'all have a great day. All right. You as well, brother. Take care. Peace. All right, everybody, that was Providence the Poet. I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you'd like to learn some more about him, go on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Providence the Poet. And up next, we are going to listen to his track titled Proverbs. Enjoy and take care. Far. We sing a beat with you 